I just like scoliopede. Scolipede. That's fair. Scol scolipede? Yeah. Sco oh, scoliopede right. is like scoliosis. <laughs> It's like a curved spine. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with you. If it was named Scoliopede, uh, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty clever. Huh. I'm pretty sure it's Scolipede. Anyway, <laughs> Julius said. <laughs> okay. I had to look it up because I wasn't convinced it wasn't Scoliopede. <laughs> oh. Scolipede is fat. Have you seen him? He looks like a, a bug centaur with a huge, like, beer gut. I love it. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. My pogo event turned into the moon. That's rough, buddy. Research shows that Mincino loves a cappuccino. Events in 2020? We'll do it live. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the GoCast podcast. It's January 23rd. It's a Thursday evening. My name is Chris. I'm your host. And with me, I'm joined by Kyle. Hiya. It's the two of us. Just the two Just of us. Just the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. We blessed this episode already. So that's how I can tell it's going to be good. That they're singing out the gate. But but hey, how's it going? Sorry oh. we're, we're uh, recording on another Thursday uh, night, but it actually worked out again. Strangely enough, Kyle and I were remarking about how it just lined up very well with the news again this week. So I don't know. Maybe that's an option we could look at in the future. But who knows? Uh, what I do know is that we got to say thank you to our brand new patrons, Thomas and Michael. Thank you so, welcome. so, so much. Yes, and welcome to our Discord community. We're happy to have you. Hope you enjoy your time there. Maybe get into some PvP. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> we'll talk about PvP stuff later on the show, but let's get this episode underway. Mr. Kyle, let's review some of our weeks and our goals, shall we? Okay. Okay. Yes. So, so. So, you ready? Yes. Are you orientated towards something that can play sound so you can face the music? <laughs> uh, in fact, they are they are encompassing my head. Ooh. So. Oh, oh, headset. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> your first goal. <gasps> okay, hang on though. What? I no, a dino just spawned at my house Ooh, when I opened up. Get it. And I don't have get one it. yet. So. Look at that. Great. This is I'm this is time for me to grill it. you. Okay, did you max a sable eye? I I did not. Oh my gosh. Okay, what about timber raids? Did you do at least one of them? No, and I'm salty about oh it. Okay. Gosh. Hang oh on. My hang gosh. on. Okay. Every single time a timber raid showed up, which was very infrequently, by the way. I saw so few one-star raids this week. Those timber raids were always literally as far away as they could be from me. <laughs> and I'm just like, are you are you really? Really? Uh, that's funny. I'm sorry. Uh, the only ones I've seen are the ones that are like at the gym, like next to my work. So I can just like walk over and be like, ah, it's cold. Why am I doing this? And then go back <laughs> inside. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, cool. Sorry about the timber raids. That stinks. Sorry about your Sableye. He deserved better. Joltik? No. Oh, I'll be gosh. honest. I forgot about that one. Oh, oh I didn't. Gosh. I didn't see it. 
didn't see one Kyle. while I was out, but I forgot about it. <sighs> but you weren't looking either, this man. Is, exactly. Yes. This you is know, true. come on. Anyway, uh, this last one, I hope, I hope you got this. There was a last one. It was your shiny goal. Well, we'll talk okay, about it now because right. we need to win. We need to win right now. <laughs> okay. uh, did you catch at least one shiny Piplup? I did catch at least one shiny oh, Piplup. Oh, how many did you get? I got four. Oh, great. Okay. So. 25% isn't zero. That's it's, 25%. It's still very much an F. That's true. It's not. It's like halfway to a full-fledged best-case scenario F, right? So, I mean, <laughs> gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> for myself very quickly 300,000 stardust i did indeed do that did i get a conkelder i did not get sorry a conkelder i did not get a conkelder oh and hey shout out who's the person it was just the average joe in no uh, it was in mikey Discord that pointed out? mikey Midas. oh okay shout out to mikey thank you for pointing this out and setting this straight that the con uh conkel is is well the con i guess and the k conk the conk part the of conk. it is <laughs> from concrete and last week we were like what's the dirt from i don't know <laughs> well it's not just dur it's elder elder because it's the oldest it's like the third evolution the third stage you know so like there you go that's yeah yeah <laughs> that's a pot that's that's an answer and then my my last goal besides the shiny goal was the far-flung far-fetched one wasn't catch a far-fetched <laughs> It was get an Excavalier without <sighs> trading. Evolve an Excavalier without trading. Okay, so I might have. So here's a question: If if I traded Carablasts away in order to generate candy so I could get the 200, is that cheating in this circumstance? No, because that's only a handful of candy unless you did a whole bunch. I mean, but even even still, the point was to evolve an Escavalier with 200 I mean, look, candies. Look, if you and not traded trade like it. 40 Carablasts, mm -hmm. that's kind of. Uh, uh. But if you traded like 10. Oh, sure. no, I only traded two, but I did use okay. 158 rare candy. So yeah! <laughs> but okay, the reason. <laughs> the reason. <laughs> the reason. The reason that I'm so happy about this. And then I got it done and then I was willing to spend 158 for candy on it was that he's 100%. I uh, have a 100% perfect scavalier. <laughs> the stars did a line and my pockets I, were deep enough in rare candy that I can make it happen. I'm, I'm going to punch you next time I see you in person. <laughs> it's okay. I'll probably have another 150 rare candy by then because that's how it goes. So I mean, probably, probably you'll but forget. still. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, my shiny goal for Piplup Community Day was more than 10. I'm sad to say I only got seven, despite not Ooh. really playing any less than previous times. Looks like uh, that's just how the cookie crumbles. I went to where I was playing uh, with two friends. It was one of their birthday. And then we ran into Kyle's girlfriend as well. She was there playing. Kyle was very busy. And that was awesome. So we got to hang out and play some Pokemon together and and that's always fun. Very, very fun. But that's it. Why don't we hop into the news? Well, the first thing I have listed here is Piplup Community Day, but we definitely just went over it. But <laughs> aside from our shiny goals, uh, you know, from somebody that only got to play like what, like 30 minutes of it or something like that? Yeah, I, did... I, actually, I got to play about an hour and a half. Okay. There's a, a retirement community right 
down the street from where I work that has a whole bunch of Pokestops. So I I had to lure them up, which is the first time I've ever had to do that in a community day. Oh my, yeah. And then I I drove around there slowly for like an hour, just catching with my plus because uh, I'm not going to be trying to catch while I'm driving because that's silly. You're a good boy. And I only stopped once my plus would no longer connect with my phone via Bluetooth issues. And I'm like, all right, I guess that's telling me to stop, apparently. Mm. Okay. All right. So so no no real issues, like any connectivity. The spawn seemed okay for you. Yeah. No, it was, it was all just a pretty, pretty good standard community day for my my experience at least yeah absolutely one thing i would say though is that they said the pip up was going to be in 2k eggs and i saw some people complaining that they weren't more that they weren't more present i suppose in the 2k pool that they were uh, people were also hatching other things which to me seems like almost a moot point i don't know uh, yeah maybe it would have been nice to get some more pip about a 2k eggs but i was hatching like a monster let me tell you i hatched so many eggs that day goodness how me. many did you hatch did you count I didn't count how many I, I hatched that day, but I can tell you how much I've hatched since Tuesday, which was 16. And I've got a, a picture here. Hang on. Uh, I hatched 36 eggs in the hour and a half that I played. Really? Yeah. Holy cow. Forgot to tell you, I caught a shiny Patrat today. Oh, um, neat. Oh, 70 eggs is the answer, by the way. 70. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I like eggs. Who doesn't? How do you like your eggs? Hatched. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, <laughs> Pebble Community today went off pretty well. I didn't see any major issues. I don't think that, you know, like the Oceana servers had any real issues. I didn't hear any of that sort of stuff. So that's good. I think I think we're finally in the clear again. Remember how it was kind of rough for like three months? There was like weird things happening left yeah, and right. But I think I think yeah, I think we've really kind of settled back into a nice stable groove, which I'm very happy about because it seemed like for a while during those three months that were kind of up in the air that a lot of people were just like losing their interest in community days because they were more frustrating than they were worth to them. I heard that opinion a mm -hmm. lot. And so I'm so thrilled <laughs> that it went off without a hitch. So that's nice. But hopefully it won't be on a Sunday next time and we can hang out and play together. We'll talk more about this upcoming community day in a little bit here. But first things first. Let's talk about the Lunar New Year 2020 and Mincino Ooh. Research Day. Uh-huh. So actually, there was some information about this on the web, the interwebs in, you know, in large, uh, about the Mincino Research Day that was all data mined and such. We learned about this last week, did not cover it because we don't really cover data mining because eh, we like providing accurate information because that's what we're kind of about here we try to be at the very least but now we've had a final full announcement on this and we can dig into this lunar new year event and this research day which by the way it's been such a long time since a research day i think it's been almost a year yeah, really huh. the last one was uh fee was the, no not phoebus the, no the clam pearl one it was clam pearl yeah oh and there was yeah. snow all on the i remember was it was cold and there was snow so yeah but that could be any, any one of six months in the midwest so <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, when is this Lunar New Year 2020 event happening? Well, it's starting tomorrow, Friday, the 24th, January 24th at 1 p.m. to Monday, February 3rd, 2020 at 1 p.m. PST. So that's, you know, what used to be the the standard starting time of most community days. So 1 p.m. PST uh, features include for this event over this uh, next 
week or so. Is it two weeks? I think it's two weeks. Certain red Pokemon will be featured, including Charmeleon, Vulpix, Parasect, Voltorb, Jinx. Jinx? Oh, yeah, red dress, I suppose. Uh, Magmar, <laughs> Magikarp, Flareon, the red Eevee, Slugma, Wurmple, Corefish, Cricketot, and Fungus, baby! Oh, yeah! Fungus. Fungus. And then they have this real cute... Oh, th- those things are going to appear more in the wild, but they had this real cute, like, second point. It says, Kiyasha! Which I think is a sound that Gyarados makes, or I don't know. It sounds like a bunch of MIDI sure. sounds to me. I don't think it's a high pitch. It's probably like, oh, I don't know. You want to give it a crack? You any good at this? Dasha! Hmm, that's a lot better than my first maybe, try for maybe? sure. If if it's hmm. supposed to be a Pokemon call, that is. I think so. Wild Gyarados appeared, so I think so. I think that's what they meant by that. If you're lucky, you might spot a Gyarados in the wild. Will you be lucky enough to encounter the coveted red shiny Gyarados? Which is cool, because they're implying that you can catch a shiny evolve form in the wild. We've seen this before, just not consistently. So it's exciting. In addition to shiny Gyarados in the wild, Darumaka, a new generation five Pokemon, will hatch from 7k eggs. Some red Pokemon will be hatching from 7k eggs, such as Shuckle and Fungus, our boy. (laughs) Double coverage, man. Making its Pokemon Go debut will be Darumaka, the Zen Charm Pokemon. Uh, I'm excited about Darumaka. It's a cool, cool Pokemon. (laughs) Can I just say that, like, I love this, like, new Pokemon coming to 7k eggs. Also, we're going to just tell you right now, we're also putting more trash in the 7K eggs so you're less likely to get Darumaka. Hey, man, don't you dare refer to Shuckle or Fungus as trash ever again. Every time I hatch, every time I hatch a non-shiny Shuckle from these 7K eggs, I will be just a little bit salty. Do you? Is that the sound you make internally? When you, when you hatch anything that's not shiny, Shuckle, I suppose. Uh, yes. Okay, there we go. Um, there's also some bonuses. So in addition to all those lovely features we just pointed out, uh, bonuses include gifts will have a chance of rewarding you with rare candies. Ooh, 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 ooh. guess he's on his way to another Escavalier. <laughs> so, so be sure to send and open lots of gifts with your friends. Be sure to trade more often with your friends. The likelihood of becoming lucky friends will be increased. Oh, my. When you trade a Pokemon, there will be an increased chance it will become a lucky Pokemon. Ooh, all this. Oh, boy, from 1% to 2%. Love and French. That's still double odds, man. You're right. Yeah. Technically the truth. <laughs> Technically the truth, yeah. All right, so before we move on to Minchina Limited Research, uh, are you excited about this Lunar New Year event? What What's good? What's bad? Where are you at? Uh, it's cool. I like, I like that there's some evolutions that are going to be in the wild especially that's always really exciting yeah i would agree i think having evolutions in the wild is always exciting i mean even when you see a normal one you know you're just like oh stardust (laughs) i need need exactly that's that's the entire reason i said i was like huh that's that's a lot of stardust sitting right there yeah it's like 600 stardust on the floor like there you go yeah (laughs) other than that i'm not i'm not that excited because the new pokemon is in eggs so <laughs> just kind of lukewarm on that one yeah that's but there's fair no enough. new pokemon spawning i wonder if darumaka will always hatch from 7k eggs because they don't say like during this event probably only. not i don't think so either i would imagine he'll probably pivot to five or 10k eggs after probably 10k for a while and eventually five later yeah 
if I were to put money on it. And I'm not going to because I don't take bad bets. <laughs> All right. So moving on to Mancino Limited Research. When is this happening? Sunday, February 2nd from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Ooh. Three hours only. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Kyle. Features <laughs> include field research, Mancino. Limited research tasks will allow you to encounter Mancino. If you're like, what is Mancino? Well, it's a chinchilla Pokemon, um, and yes. the reason that this great. Pokemon was chosen, it's a beautiful Pokemon, so cute. Um, Pokemon that fit the theme of the Year of the Rat will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Look out for Rattata, Raticate, Pikachu, Sandshrew, Nidoran, both male and female, Sentret, Meryl, Zigzagoon, Plusselin, Minin, Bidoof, and Patrat. Look out for those. Okay. Avoid them, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Like, I get all of these. They make some sense. There's some logic there. Why is Bidoof here? Bidoof is... Um, I love Bidoof. The, the plump mouse Pokemon. He's the plump mouse Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's well, clearly... He doesn't have, like, a tail. Uh, even though like, he's he clearly a, a beaver or, a, you know... Yeah. Like a raccoon or something. He told... Oh, my gosh. Right? right? I mean, the, with, so the, with a thieving mask on, right? He's supposed to be, like, like yeah. referencing... He's totally, like, a raccoon, raccoon beaver... Yeah, but he's thing. he's especially because Bibberol has a beaver tail. He's the pump mass Pokemon. Uh, yeah, so he got us. He got okay. us on technicality, okay. Niantic. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so all those rats will be all over the place. It's going to be a real, real pest problem. Minchino and five K eggs. Minchino will be hatching more frequently from five K eggs after the event ends. Minchino will continue to be available in five K eggs. I appreciate the clarification. Thank you. Uh, and lastly, Shiny Minchino will be available. If you're lucky, you might encounter one. You might. If you're unlucky, you won't. We'll have to see which research day this is going to be like. Yeah. Phoebus or Clam Pro. Yeah, really, because it kind of is up in the air, right? I mean, Phoebus, Phoebus Day was wrought with a bunch of just issues in general. The, the tasks were awful, very difficult. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so um, the weather was bad, but that was a particular thing with our area. But yeah, Clam Pearl was a lot better. Hopefully it's another step in the right direction so that we can be like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Why don't we do this every month? In which they would reply, maybe uh, we'll have to find a way to monetize this. Yeah, exactly. it's like we'll, we can't make money off of it, so we can't do it that often. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's an interesting event for sure. Any, do you have any thoughts on it or no? What is this timing for this event? <laughs> I know, I know this is just kind of me. I get it. I'm still a little bit sad because I'm not going to be able to take part. I'm working like that's right in the middle of my work day. So, Ooh. oh, well, I'm sorry. At least Machino is still going to be in the 5K eggs. Yes, so absolutely. I'll, I'll still get one. You won't miss out too much. And then, I mean, it is going to be you could probably just put your Go Plus on and catch a bunch of rats. Maybe Hopefully, get some shiny. Maybe. They're all shiny potentials. So. Yeah, actually, it is Meryl for Meryl. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. you have to do the baby for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Interesting. I think I think so. I I think I'm pretty sure that's I'm the case. Sure. I don't think I've ever seen somebody be like, "Look at my shiny Meryl I found in the wild." So yeah, there's that. But if we're wrong, please send us an email. I, I know you're going to, whether or not I ask for it, but not, please, please do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for that. Let's move on. Some really exciting news is next. The first four live events in 2020. Pokemon Go Live events, that is, have been announced. We're going to go through all four and explain them and, uh, you know, what the features are 
that they've announced and such like that. All this information was nicely curated and combined and consolidated by GoHub. So thank you to them. The first event that's going to happen, the Taiwan Lantern Festival in Taichung City, February 6th through February 9th. Taiwan Lantern Festival is a special non-ticketed event citywide that takes place in Taiwan during the Lantern Festival from Thursday, February 6th to Sunday, February 9th. This year, if you were wondering. This event features several different Pokemon, including Mareep, Electrike, Volbeat, and Illumise, Chimeco, and the Unknown L letter. Illumise is typically available only in North America, South America, and Africa, so locals might want to catch one while they have the chance. If you want to learn more information about this and ticketing and all that stuff, I mean, this event isn't ticketed, but the other ones will be that we'll talk about in a minute. We'll have links in our show notes. I'm just going to say that now, and then I won't mention it again. (laughs) Secondly, uh, there's going to be a Safari Zone in St. Louis, Missouri. It's down the road from us. March 27th through March 29th, Safari Zone St. Louis takes place during that time that I mentioned in Tower Grove Park. This Safari Zone will be a ticketed event with tickets being sold through the Pokemon app on a first-come, first-served basis. They don't mention it in this in this press release that we're talking about, but they did mention it and announce the time later today, and it's happening tomorrow morning, the 24th, at 8 a.m. Central Time. Uh, so by the time this comes out, you probably it'll probably be passed. So hopefully you got your tickets if you're interested. Uh, general admission tickets will be $12, and early access tickets will be $18. Early access ticket holders will be able to access event gameplay two hours early. We've seen this before. We did that at GoFest. <laughs> uh, featured Pokemon include Mankey, Unknown S, Teddy Ursa, Snivy, Smugleaf, Ferroseed, and Chatot. Chatot is otherwise only found in the Southern Hemisphere. Now I'm going to take a moment to pause. Kyle, are you excited for this? I am. It's It's an event that's not here but that's nearby yeah it's it's accessible it's great i mean it's a it's a rather it's a lengthy drive for us but it is a, a very doable drive so uh i'm i'm excited so we'll we'll probably try to figure out maybe once we have our tickets in hand and we have our arrangements set up uh, maybe we'll try to figure out like a meetup or something because this will definitely be the event out of these four that we'll be attending <laughs> You'll, you'll know why once I list the other two. The first one's pretty obvious. Taiwan? Oh, man, I wish. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll talk more about meetups and stuff like that as we you know move forward the next like week or so here. Um, but the next one, Safari Zone Liverpool in the UK from April 17th through April 19th. Safari Zone Liverpool is going to be a ticketed event. It's going to take place in Sefton Park between those dates that I mentioned. Tickets go live on Friday, January 31st, and are sold on the first come first serve basis. General admission tickets will be 12 euro and early access tickets will be 18 euro early access tickets and two hours of additional gameplay feature Pokemon include Krabby, Dratini, Chinchow, Unknown V, Oshawott and Relicanth. Relicanth is usually only in New Zealand and Samoa and some other Southwest Pacific islands. I'm very jealous of this Pokemon choice for them. My goodness, man, I wish we could go to Liverpool, man. (laughs) I want the Relicanth. I want the Relicanth, but also going to Liverpool for uh, a Safari Zone just sounds like a really great time. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go to the UK. Yeah. But runner up in places I would like to go, uh, Safari Zone, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, May 8th through May 10th. 
this is also going to be a ticketed event. It's going to be happening in Philadelphia somewhere. It, they don't say where it's going to happen quite yet. Uh, general admission tickets will be $12. Early access is 18 Again, two hours of additional gameplay. Now, the event venue and Pokemon will be featured during the event have not been disclosed yet. So no idea on the feature, no idea on what's going on. Who knows? Maybe they'll feature a Pokemon that's not yet released, and that's why. Or maybe. it's not until May, so maybe they haven't ironed out the details yet. But either way, hey, Philadelphia, good on you. Look at that. That's <laughs> awesome. Need some East Coast love. We, we got a lot of people that we know in, on the East Coast that play this game, so that's really good for them. <sighs> Any thoughts, Kyle, on these live events so far? I mean, none of these are GoFest, so I, you know, I don't want to like start screaming and shouting quite yet. I mean, look, it's great. First, you know, because this is one that we get to go to, hopefully. Absolutely. And second, it's just it's great to see the date of three of these so far in advance. I really, really hope that this is a sign that we'll hear about GoFest soon-ish. Yeah. If this Philadelphia Safari Zone is in the start of May and they're telling us about it now, even if GoFest is in the middle of July, I really hope we hear about it within the next month or so yeah i'm really hoping so too i mean this is great but i mean go fast are the ones that if pe- if there's if there are people out there they're like you know i can only save up and attend for you know one event unless it's like down the street from me or whatever they're gonna probably shoot for a go fest and not a safari zone i would think yeah you know uh but that being said i've never attended an actual safari zone kyle i don't believe you have either we've only ever gone to go fest because they've been in chicago we've been very lucky um, so I don't know who is to say they've been different every single year. The bar has been raised every year. So maybe these safari zones will just be as fully fleshed out as a go fest in some regards. Who knows? But very exciting. Let's move on to this next piece of exciting. news. Yeah, exciting news for <laughs> sure. OK, on Wednesday, January 22nd. So just yesterday for us, Niantic announced the Pokemon that will be running to be featured as community day pokemon for february in addition to the pokemon niantic announced that their event exclusive attacks like what they would be and the field research tasks you need to complete to vote for your pokemon of choice so if you didn't glean that information from what i was what i was trying to explain there we're going to be voting on four options for this upcoming february community day the choices for voting are volpix and this also includes a lowland form and the special move would be weatherball uh, which would be fire type on a regular Vulpix, Cantonian, I suppose, and ice typing for a weather ball on an Alolan Vulpix. Your next choice is Machop, and it would learn Payback, which is a dark move, which makes it incredible. Rhyhorn, uh, that's a, a real popular one. People are drawing lines in the sand online about this. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I, I thought gang yeah. wars are going to pop up. Team yeah. Rhyhorn, y'all need to calm down just a little bit. Please. They just know they're going to lose. I think and so. That's the, that's, I think that's so. But problem, I don't want to get think. I don't want to get your vote quite yet. Hold up. So Rhyhorn is going to learn Rock Wrecker. Going to wreck it. It's a rock type move. Not very exciting. <laughs> Dratini is your fourth option. So if for some reason you want to have a nice second round of Community Day Dratini, um, it won't even know. Think again. <laughs> it won't even know Draco Meteor. It's going to learn a new move called Superpower, which is fighting, which, okay, cool. Great coverage, but what? 
anyway, uh, before you're before we talk about voting, you can vote by completing specific research tasks on Saturday, February 1st. And they're in this form. Vote for blank community day. Fill in the blank. Machop, Rhyhorn, Volpex, Tratini. Catch 20 Pokemon. And you just catch 20 Pokemon and finish the task. Um, you can, you can yes, trash these tasks if you don't want to vote for that Pokemon. But you have to go to a different Pokestop and spin it in order to get a different one. Try, try again. Niantic will announce the winner on Saturday, February 3rd. The community day featuring the winning Pokemon will take place on Saturday, February 22nd. The feature bonus will be three times catch Stardust. Community day for trainers. Wahoo! Community day for trainers in the northern hemisphere. It's very similar to what we just experienced. It's going to run from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time, with the southern hemisphere enjoying a later window of 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. local time. Because y'all keep stealing the sun from us. Really, 4 p.m. <laughs> is a little early for the sun to go down, don't you think? Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. So Kyle, hit me with it. You are hashtag team what? Uh, despite my comment, I am hashtag team Rhyhorn. Really? For a multitude of reasons. Okay. Would you care to let's get, let's or get enumerate? Your, okay. Let's get your stance first, and then I'll okay. tell you how I feel. I, I want Rhyhorn to win. This is weird. But I voted for Machop. Because, <sighs> because okay. well, first of all, everybody's team Rhyhorn, man. Come on. No, but really, I want shiny Machops, and I think Payback as having a dark move on Machamp is incredible. Okay, not going to argue, but Machop's shiny is already out. So what? So is Dratini's. So what? So is Vulpix. Well, so what? Vulpix. Well, I'm a Pix, yeah. So what? So my thought process is those three already have shinies. One of them has already had a community day, so that is immediately off the list. If Dratini <laughs> wins this vote. Some of us weren't around, man. You weren't around for that one either. You, okay, I wasn't right, either, but it doesn't matter. It. You're saying it, right? I hear you. I do. I Trust me, I do. But tell me you wouldn't be a little excited about I would opportunity. Not, I have one shiny Dratini, and that is good enough for me. I need, I need three, man. I can't, I know, I can't handle this. I want shiny Machops. I definitely do. Mm-hmm. But payback is really going to be a PvP move. Yeah. And it's not really going to do any anything for, you know, a majority of players. Rhyhorn learning Rock Wrecker could be a big deal. Like, it could make it one of the best type Rock attackers in the game. Yeah. We don't know the stats yet, obviously. So that's saying a lot. But. That's that's true. And I agree with that. I mean, if it, if it brings Rhyperior up a peg, which I think you should be, I think anything you really have to use an item for to evolve and put in that much effort, you should get a little bit more use out of it. It really depends on how how good Rock Wrecker is, but can we just can we just take a moment to appreciate how awful Rhyperior Shiny is? Uh, it's okay. He's so yellow. He's like highlighter yellow. It hurts my. He should be directing traffic. It's great. I don't know, man. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I love Rhyhorn. It's that nice like cream tangerine color. You know, it looks real. Yes. It looks nice. If I could only cast one vote for this, yeah. And it doesn't count like repeated field research. I'm going to do a Rhyhorn one and that's it. If I can cast multiple, I will vote, do all of the Machop ones that I see too, because I would like my Hulk. I think you can definitely keep continuing to to do these tasks. I think if you go around and collect five Vulpix in order to do it, you could get five votes in. And that leads me to the next point. I think that is a flawed way of doing it. Ooh, ooh, lay it down, Kyle. What? Where's your head at? Well, I think that it lets an 
unfair selection of the population potentially control votes. There are people who are going to do, you know, a hundred field research that day to cast a hundred votes. Yeah. Why was it not just a, a vote inside of the app? I get it. It's to, it's to get player interaction and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously. I understand. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it's to be different because here's the other thing. I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off mid thought. Do you have, do you have a point you're trying to make? No, that's that's really it. It's just I don't think it's a good way of doing it. Okay. One of the things I saw online though too, and we were the people were talking about this in our Discord as well. Um, somebody mentioned that Liz and I should be able to remember this, but I didn't. The only reason I remember because I think Catherine pointed out. But Liz during her interview mentioned that if they if they make promotional material and there's a couple of different options for things, they still have to make all of the material for all the things, and that includes the game as well. So there's no way they definitely have all the assets, all the the special move. They have everything already set up for Machop, Rhyhorn, both Vulpixes, and Dratini, right? So chances are probably if they do this, if this voting thing works out and they do it again in the future, let's say Rhyhorn wins, shaking my fist at you, Team Rhyhorn. And I mean, it, let's say it wins. They'll probably just will give us an extra option next time and rotate the other three through with it. Yeah, no, that's I'm not like worried. Okay. Like, oh no, this is the only chance Rhyhorn's ever going to have because they're not going to because they don't have enough options to just skip one that is such a good candidate for Community Day. Sure, sure. But I just it's also tying it to like special re- or to research tasks makes it very limiting to some players because some people are not gonna. What if you spin like ten stops and every single stop is a Dratini vote? Then you just don't vote for Dratini. <laughs> then you just don't vote. Yeah. And then you're like, well, yeah. I guess I just didn't get to take part. Yeah, that's fair so, enough. I can see why that would feel bad. It's it's an unfortunate. Or like, what if you get 10 Dratini? Then you're like, all right, I'm going to drive you know, two miles over, get 10 Vulpix. Or like eight Vulpix and then two more Dratini. And you're like, well, this is just awful. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm hoping hoping they're more balanced than that, but how can you be it's it's random yeah it, it would be it would have to be random they'd have to apply like a, like an area based thing like okay like here's a set in this park 25 percent of the stops will be you know Tratini. 25 will be ball picks also here's a question what is the reward for these field research gonna be i'm a little bit like oh i'm really hoping it will just reward you with the pokemon well because then somebody's gonna just do every single one they see because it's such an easy to complete field research. Maybe maybe your reward is the vote. I don't know. It's not it's not stipulated yeah. here. So uh, I was just like, ooh. Even if it was like 500 Stardust, I'm yeah. like, uh-oh. I'm sure somebody else on the internet has it figured out, but we don't know right now. So, yeah. yeah. But so I think the voting, like the idea for voting and setting up the community Pokemon, it's a good thing to do right now. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think it's a good thing to consistently do. Because consistently, some Pokemon are going to get left in the dust. Definitely, yeah. And so sometimes, you know, Niantic's just going to have to step in and decide again. This can't be the go-to way for community days going forward. And I wouldn't want that to be the case. I kind of like being at the mercy of whatever they choose, you know, because then you can can approach it how you want to. You either get that day off if you don't care, which is nice in its own right. There is value in that. If you were a long-term Pokemon Go player, sometimes when an event is not for you, I would challenge you to look at it as a gift because it's a break. Yes. (laughs) You know, uh, but at the same time, I'm curious 
the most about their decisions for these four. So I kind of want to get your thoughts. Why do you think they chose these four as the options? I mean, we have one return option, one that's like yeah. everybody has a bunch of much up. I'm talking about the shinies already out. Rhyhorn mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Vulpix, we have half of its shiny out. Yeah. So I actually I have I have a thought on this. Dratini to show that previous community days are no longer off the table. Machop is to show that existing shinies are not off the table to, to finally make that statement. Rhyhorn to show, hey, we haven't forgotten about Rhyhorn. He's still very much a standard candidate. I think that the Vulpix is a, a twofold one in my mind. One, it's an apology for the disaster of the field research that happened yeah. uh, three weeks ago now. Which, by the way, but they two, reinstated that thing and now it's four eggs. Yes. But the second thing is that it shows that it no longer has to be a three-tier evolution to oh. be a community day. The only ex- the exception The is were, out, though, too, but yeah. So, and I think that that's important because it shows that basically everything can potentially be up for a community day now. Yeah. Yeah, this raises more questions than uh, than answers provided, for sure. Uh, I mean, I was going to try to look at it from a different point of view. I was then like, I agree with everything you just said. That's way better than what I had thought. But you're ready for my my less my less cerebral <laughs> <laughs> approach to this. <laughs> OK, so I think I think that each one of these, I think they're trying to, like, figure out what people want the most, what people well, obviously they do. That's what voting is. But what people are most interested in, you know what I mean? So Dratini represents something that a lot of old players got that a lot of new players did. not is there enough interest in that that they would be willing to vote for it over other options? Is there value in that? For Vulpix, it appeals to a lot. It's a fan favorite. People love Vulpix to death. So they kind of want to know if, hey, you know, would people are people just excited if it's a cute Pokemon that's now shiny? Well, is that enough to float interest for an event? Rhyhorn. This I think Rhyhorn is a great option, like you said, another standard candidate that they haven't forgotten about. But I think in this context, in juxtaposition to the other choices, it's basically just like an anchor. That's like if you guys just want value and a brand new shiny and something that's meta relevant for you, this is what it is. But if you want cute, you can show that with your vote. Or if you want nostalgia, you can show that with your vote. And then Machop is pretty much just like uh, if you guys really want more Machops with a great move, he's going to be good in PvP. Mm-hmm. He's going to be great shake up to the standard Machamp sort of attitude we have. And I think that's the way that you looked at it is important too. A kind of a mix between the two of us. Rhyhorn serves as that anchor. Basically, if Rhyhorn wins, it's going to show Niantic, hey, what's happening with Community Day right now is probably what players want. Yeah. The the pattern that's happening, because Rhyhorn is a very clear candidate for another one, as mentioned. Definitely. So if people vote for it as well, they know they're cool to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. And then try this again in the future to see how they're doing. I would agree. And I think you and I could probably speculate on this all day, but uh, let's wrap this up. And I want to say one last thing. Don't let anybody bully you into voting for something you don't want to vote for, but don't vote for Dratini. But if I find out that you voted for Dratini, (laughs) dear listener, I won't do anything about it. I'll just be real sad. (laughs) I'll be be disappointed. Uh, 
we're better than this. I mean, I'm not going to complain. I want a bunch of shiny Dratini for sure. I'll still do Dratini Day. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I want the pink Dratinis. Yeah. And superpower, right? I was really looking for a fighting uh, move in my Dragonites. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So I was really... On this, on this next piece of news here, I was kind of on the fence about whether to put this in the PvP section or in the news section, but it dropped literally five hours ago, so it feels like news to me. So, breaking news, January 2020 Combat Rebalance Update. Woohoo! As the previous article, this has uh, been curated and uh, condensed down to a nice consumable level by GoHub, and I use that for the basis of my notes here today, so... Credit and kudos to them. Niantic has described this change as one last batch of changes to trainer battles to set the stage for an exciting upcoming feature. And that's awesome. I I wonder what that feature could be. Could it be Go Battle League? Yeah, duh. Of course. Of course it is. So this is going to be in a few few sections, as we've done in the past for these updates. Updates to combat first. Charged attacks and switching will now be queued and activated at the end of the current fast attack and won't be overridden by any following fast attacks. What does that mean? Well, basically, uh, I've had this experience recently. Shout out to you, Moo. <laughs> we both had this <laughs> problem at the same time, where it's like, if you hit, if especially of if a, if a Pokemon out there that's really good at spamming fast attacks, which, I mean, in PvP, not a bad way to go. So it's pretty common. You're spamming the spam, the fast attack and like, oh, I want to switch. I want to body block this with somebody else or whatever. Sometimes it would cancel out that switch if you were still in the middle of doing tapping animations, but you don't want to lose some attacks. So you're still tapping. It's a whole mess. So now it'll just be queued instead of overridden by another fast attack, which is great. So no more sitting duck wiggly tufts, let me tell you. <laughs> there's a certain visual bug in battle that has been fixed. Actually, there's several visual bugs that have been fixed they're not listed but you know use your imagination <laughs> i suppose updates to existing attacks kyle and i were talking about this beforehand this is actually pretty wild mega horn has had its damage output increased this should make pokemon like absol nidoking king escavalier and heracross more threatening while using it and the change doesn't look drastic uh, it used to have 90 damage and 55 energy costs but now it has 100 damage and it kept its 55 energy cost, which makes it on par with Shadow Ball for damage. And Stone Edge, it's actually quicker than Stone Edge by one-tenth of a second, uh, as far as animation is concerned. Um, so that's pretty cool. Volt Switch, fast attack, now activates and generates energy more quickly. This change should be beneficial to Raikou, Raichu, Alolan Raichu, Jolteon, and Alolan Golem. So if you are a, a user of those and you like Volt Switch... There you go. Any love for Mega Horn or Volt Switch, Kyle? I mean, any any buff that Bug Pokemon get is a good buff because they have a bit of a problem in Pokemon Go. The only problem is that everybody doesn't love them like I do. Well, the problem is their stats are woefully inadequate, but that's okay. okay. I'm going to pretend like you didn't say that. New attacks. That's the new section here or the next section. Flying press. It's a fighting move. It's coming to Pokemon Go. Niantic hasn't shared a lot of information about it, but here's what we currently know from uh, the announcement. Certain Pokemon will soon be able to learn attacks that they haven't seen yet in Pokemon Go. Flying press will be a charged fighting type move. I'm assuming this is the move they're referring to. And they haven't figured out which Pokemon it's going to use yet, but in the in the main series games, uh, Hal Lucia could learn it, and Pikachu from a special event could as well. 
it's kind of a so, specialized so just, move. It's just Halucha. Yeah, just just Halucha. So, you know, speculate as you will with that. There's going to be new moves coming to existing Pokemon. Plusle and Minin are both learning Grass Knot. That's cool. I mean, it gives them a little bit of counterplay with ground types, and that's that's about it. But Plusle and Minin actually were already really quite good in certain niche matchups. So this will be interesting to see if maybe they spill over into other niche matchups. Who knows? I really don't keep my finger on the pulse when it comes to those two because I don't like them. Lantern is learning Spark. It's a great electric type fast move. So there's that. Ampharos is learning Thunder Punch. So some Thunder Charge move that, you know, it's really quick to charge up and gives uh, Ampharos a little bit more presence in a battle. Masquerain, Bubble Beam. It's good to have it because it's a, a water type move, but it's also a status effect move. Lowers the attack of, uh, of the enemy that's using it by one stage up to six or four. I think it's, I think, uh, it's somewhere in there. It's probably four. I think it's four. Yeah, I think you're right. And then Vespaquen is learning Fury Cutter and Air Slash. All this loved Vespaquen. Who knew? Fury Cutter is a really great quick bug move, and Air Slash just makes it so that it has, I think, a full flying move set, which is sick as well. And then lastly, Kyle, I think this is the part that we're going to talk about probably the most. Drum roll. Legacy moves. More of them are returning. Woo! Raichu is getting Thundershock. Oh, oh man, Magneton Good. is getting Thundershock Discharge. Oh boy, Venomoth, Poison Fang, Haunter, Shadow Ball, Hypno, Shadow Ball. Oh, people that played in the first year that thought they had it all. Just found out they didn't. And Good. I'm sorry. Good. I know that this stinks because a lot of people, they had value for these. Or they traded for these sorts of things. Gain a Haunter with Shadow Ball was a hot commodity. But I'm a I'm I'm thinking, Kyle, you're about to make an argument why this is healthy. Well, it's it's just fair. That's all. I agree. I do. Legacy moves should not have that much impact unless there's a way for them to come back. Like community day moves come back at the very least. That's true. These just were gone. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean it was pretty cool when somebody was like, hey, I've got a haunter that knows Shadow Ball, isn't that crazy? Yeah, for sure. But like, you know, sometimes you just gotta, sometimes you get the sacrifices made. Like once this community happens and you have a shiny Machop, well, I'm sorry, I ain't worth anything anymore. So, for example. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. I understand that. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think your point about fairness is really kind of like the end all be all on this. It's going to stink for some and it's going to rock for many others. I just want to say I feel very bad. For anybody who really wants to use a hypno with shadow ball because you're gonna be probably using a lot of trash oh that's game. right how big is this pool i somebody said seven one two three four five six and then shadow ball makes oh my seven. gosh so oof. look if you evolve your hypno and it doesn't get shadow ball give it up just don't <laughs> don't do it i swear <laughs> or, to god you or, will hear me out hear me out increase your odds by buying a second charge move that's still <laughs> one in five <laughs> yeah haunter is not much better by the way it's one in four for haunter four is reasonable the, i think four is reasonable i mean someone on the discord said they did 12 before they got yes yeah, that's I think. that so that really stinks that's really awful yeah we need a tm rework pretty bad and it seems like everybody globally kind of feels the same way and by that i don't mean actually around the globe i mean like niantic employees as well <laughs> yeah i feel like with the reintroduction of these legacy moves it's becoming even more apparent 
like how bad the situation is. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I, I think this is healthy that they're that they're acknowledging like, yeah, these were big moves that people are using. So it's it's an awareness thing for me. Like this just confirms that they are they do have their finger on the pulse, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Cool. Good stuff. Uh well let's move into gear up then. So this week on Gear Up we're gonna do a breakdown of Haxorus, who is the pseudo legendary Pokemon of this generation we mentioned last week. Axew is now out in 10k eggs. Can it spawn in the wild? I don't think so. Uh, I do not believe so. So hatch those 10k eggs. Get lucky. But Haxorus is a pure dragon type Pokemon. Max CP of 3593. That's that's nothing to scoff at right there. Is a monstrous attack of 284, which is the same attack as Rayquaza. It's 172 defense and 183 HP is slightly above average. It's not so hot. For comparison, especially in the dragon category, Rayquaza has 213 HP, and that makes all the difference. But Haxorus is mono dragon, whereas pretty much every other dragon in the meta has a secondary typing. Rayquaza, Salamence, Dragonite, they're all dragon flying. And that means that they have a four times weakness to ice and they're weak to rock just for existing. Haxorus gets to avoid that downfall. Haxorus' best moveset is going to be Dragon Tail and Dragon Claw. As I mentioned last week when we were going over the standout releases, Haxorus is a potential for Community Day in the future. He could learn either Outrage or Draco Meteor. Draco Meteor will actually be worse than Dragon Claw, so let's keep your fingers crossed that that doesn't happen. Hmm. Outrage will make Haxorus better, but in my opinion, it's almost an insignificant amount. It's like five hundredths of a DPS, something like that. 17.51 versus 17.56. So Haxorus doesn't have any signature moves or anything crazy that's going to come out in the future, so don't be worried about evolving a Haxorus now, especially if you want to use one. But all that said, is he worth it? Yes. Just plain and simple, yes. He's pretty much identical to Salamence and Dragonite. Strong, pseudo-legendary dragon type. High base stats. He's lacking in bulk compared to both Dragonite and Salamence, and he's far below Rayquaza. And none of these guys are the tankiest to begin with. But he makes up for it with that monotyping, which gives him the more consistent resistances and no four times weakness. That's true. Yeah, Ice is just going to do double then. Yep. So Haxorus is a good addition to anyone's team right now, especially if you don't have access to a full team of six maxed out Rayquazas. Uh, I think we all do, though, don't we? I mean, unless you started within the last like three or four months. I mean, I, I didn't and I don't have that set of Rayquaza I think I've got (laughs) one maxed out one maybe I have one Rayquaza at like at like level 38 or something yeah something like that how do you feel about Haxorus you are you excited to have one once you get one yeah yeah certainly I've got a fracture right now I I uh, hatched an Axu out of an egg during the hatchathon so I got like you know 56 candy or whatever it was that came out with that yeah I was very lucky and it turned out to be a 96 percent it's like 14 15 14 so I'm not going to well, hedge my bets. And as soon as I get like enough candy for that, I'm probably just going to evolve it up. Well, that's good that you, you already have gotten an Axew. So it clearly is not crazy rare. Like 
gibble was. I suppose, but I, I have also since hatched a, a gibble, and I just I hatch a lot of eggs. I don't know if I'm a good sample size. You know what? They just to take your gibble and <laughs> do something. With oh it. yeah, like evolve him. I did. I sure <laughs> did. <laughs> uh i mean haxorus is great i mean do you have any love for haxorus did you ever use a haxorus in the main series games i did not if i did i don't remember it yeah i don't know like i like axu but it just never jumped out to me in the way that like larvitar into tyranitar did yeah bagon bagon was the pseudo legendary that just like jumped out at me and that's the one i used through my playthrough aside from gen 8 obviously can't you like only get bag on like after the after the elite four or is that larvitar i don't remember if it's only after the elite four but i know you have to have waterfall which is after the seventh gym oh okay so pretty and much it's like end game it's across the water inside a cave on like a four by six square of ground with what? like a two percent chance of spawning so oh my you just gosh go back and forth to get a bag on <laughs> That's a pain in the butt. Oh, man. But oh, well, yeah, Haxorus is great. Good. Good to hear that. We're all looking forward to it, I guess. If you have a Haxorus and you've gotten some good results, go ahead and send us an email. I'd love to hear from you about that. Thanks for all that information about Haxorus, Kyle. Let's move into the Poke lore, where we will not be talking about any dragons whatsoever. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it back a little bit. Sit back, relax, close your eyes. You've got a nice cold beverage, like some tea or something, like iced tea with you. Sip it and listen to the tale of Shelmet, the snail Pokemon, and Excelcore, the shell out <laughs> Pokemon. Ooh. The, the shell out Pokemon. Yeah, what a stupid it's name. It's not even a noun. <laughs> it's it's, it's weird. not even a verb. It's just it's, the shell out. Shell out? I don't know, man. <laughs> But okay, listen listen to this. I love these guys. Shelmet is a bivalve or snail-like Pokemon. Its gray shell resembles a knight's visor with a coiling spiral of its shell further back. The shell has protrusions on the underside, which it apparently uses as legs. <laughs> its inner body is pink with a long puckered mouth and green markings below its eyes. I love this Pokemon. It closes the lid on its helmet like shell as a defensive tactic and can spit poisonous, sticky fluid. However, this strategy doesn't work against its rival and natural predator, Carablast, who can open Shelmet's shell. It can evolve around the time as its rival through electrical-like energy. It thrives in moist habitats like bogs and swamps. Any thoughts on Shelmet before we get into Excelgore? Doesn't that sound like a terrible existence? It's a terrible existence. Yeah, poor little thing. Also, like, I love that evolves through electrical energy because it evolves when you trade. Yeah, it's strange. Whatever. Uh, Excelgore. Hopefully Excelgore is a little bit better. Excelgore has a large pink head reminiscent of a helmet that is curled in the back. Green stripes run from its eyes to the top of its head. And there is a black star-like marking or hole on the front. Its eyes are hidden in a shadowed crevice in its head. The rest of its body is covered by a dull blue cloth-like membrane, which keeps Excelgore from dehydrating with ribbon-like extensions at the top of its back. Its arms, when crossed, portray an aggressive mood. Very, very edgy. Uh, It is a very fast Pokemon. It can attack using ways similar to ninjas. It lives in moist habitats like bogs and swamps. Excelgore is often featured in movies as a main character <laughs> to increase the popularity of the movie or comic, and it's almost usually <laughs> always succeeding. 
Uh, is this just anime protagonist what? the the Pokemon? I, yes, it is, and I think it's such so weird. Uh, I mean, they know their target audience, I guess. It can attack <laughs> using ways similar to ninjas. Yeah, which just you know, let's not bother around. explaining what that is. No, just, no, no, not they, at all. He does. He doesn't have yeah. any legs. He just kind of floats there. I yeah. think. So let me break so. this. Let me simplify this for you. So when it's a shellmit. Carablast comes around and is like, ah, whatever. I don't care about your poisonous, sticky fluid. And I'm going to get in that helmet and I'm going to eat you or whatever. And then if it if it does get the chance to evolve, it loses its shell when it's traded with a Carablast. It loses its shell anyway. There's no winning scenario for this shellman. And then it grows skin to keep its bodily fluids in. But it's not very good at it. So it's like it's like wrapped around it. Can you imagine like yeah ooh, not really a fan but anyway max cp of 2441 a middling attack of 220 and stamina of 190 are weighed down even further by a less than stellar defense of 120 basically ooh. an origami crane has more defense than this thing does best yeah. move set if you can call it that infestation and bug buzz or you can make an argument for signal beam don't know why you would but Somebody out there is standing signal beam. I can feel it. That's Excel Gore and Shelmet. I don't think I'm going to probably like max one out, but no. here we are. Maybe. I don't know. It's 2020, man. Anything can happen. <laughs> Anything can happen. But yes. It does not mean it should happen. Right. Yeah. But uh, but you know what should happen, Kyle? What? Pokepole? Pokepole. 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 Last week's question was, what new Generation 5 Pokemon are you focusing on the most and why? Jack said, Escavalier, just because it looks so unique. Really going to build my Rose Cup team around it. I really feel a connection yeah. with Jack. I really do. <laughs> I figured. Good you on you. Alteria Ego said, number one, Carablast. Number two, Dwebble. Number three, Shelmet. Carabara and Shelly for free evolution XP after re-rolling. Also, Excavalier for PvP. Dwebble because it's a bulkier Armaldo with a 10k second charge move cost. With the new Conkelder hotness, hoping people are more willing to donate old Machamps. <laughs> I bet you there will be. I bet yeah. you there are a bunch of people out there who had just hoarding Machamps to, to give to people. And if they're not, they should be. Because I know a three star raid. Quite a few people that have like, you know more than six maxed out machamp because they're like i don't know what else to do with these yeah yeah it's like it's a hundred percent i just i had to had it's to a 98 percent it. i just had to right exactly splintara said i didn't play gen 4 or 5 so i only know a handful but my main focus for gen 5 at the moment is axu i can't help but love and fanboy over dragons that's fair dragons are great yeah it's a good one and, a fanboy and pokemon and the pokemon company know this <laughs> true Pelopogo said, I want to get all the new mons for AR, as well as getting lots of regionals for trades when I travel. Yeah. Hey, Pelo, you've been posting some some serious work on Instagram lately, by the way. I just want to let you know that I see you, dude. I see you. <laughs> also, the new Mac Miller album is pretty good. All right. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> Trent said, currently not hard pressed on hunting any specific Pokemon due to the cold, but more Joltic candy would be nice. Galvantula was one of the Pokemon I had on my team originally in black version, and I fell in love with it. Me too. Yeah, dude. Galvantula is great. It's a well-designed Pokemon. I love it. 
Maxotron said, Haxorus for the moves it has and its cool new design. The ability to run counter or dragon tail and dragon claw, surf, night slash, or earthquake is so attractive as a spicy master league pick. <laughs> I loved using Haxorus in black two on my playthrough. And while it doesn't work the same here with dragon dance and claw, it's still very cool looking and the axe shaped head and armor like scales. That's a fair argument. I do think it looks cool. I wonder if he'll ever try and figure out how to do dragon dance and sword dance in this game. Uh, maybe, maybe. But I mean, what do you think? You think that would be a quick move or you think it would be a charge move? I, I think the only way it could be a quick move is if they restructure the way that stages work. Yeah. What if it's like if one instead of 50 like, or whatever? Yeah. Instead of if it was like four stages, there was like 12 stages and dragon dance gave you one stage and each stage was, you know, 10%. It would have to do some damage, kind of like Charm does, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It would still do damage, of okay, course. Okay, okay. Because they can't do a non damage move because it doesn't, it won't compete no matter what it does. I mean, yeah, Yawn exists and Yawn doesn't need to exist. So, yeah. Yeah. Julius said, Venipede. I just like Scolipede. We were just talking, Scolipede is a great Pokemon. Oh, yeah. It's also. As Chris mentioned, he's very fat, apparently. He's a thick guy. So, like eight C's, very... baby. I mean, he's got, I don't know, he's got like a little, like, little, like, pot belly going on. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. And we love him more for that. Mm-hmm. Benny says, I'm focusing on Rag and Rolla because the first one I hashed was 100%. So I have to come up with 250 candy to evolve it all the way. Seems like even though it's not a great, battle pokemon i'd be tempting fate not to evolve it just like you chris <laughs> look <laughs> sometimes you, your hands are tied you know sure if if that's how you yeah okay look I i'm, the, I'm the one currently powering up 100 percent stabilized so you know what, what do I it's know? true it's my rare candy and i can choose to spend it as i please your stardust too yeah if you yeah. max it out should do it. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about doing what you do, but with with bug Pokemon. You might want to set a limit. There are a lot more bug Pokemon than there are ghost. Uh, yeah, but I think I cycle through more Star Stardust than you do. I mean, yes, but like there are like there's probably a hundred of uh, seventy bug Pokemon in the game right now. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll play it safe. I'll do Water types. <laughs> that seems safe. We've already had Hoenn. You're good. Obey the May says I'm focusing on Haxorus because I managed to hatch a 98% IV Axew the second day he was out and have walked him into a Haxorus since with the help of a few dozen rare candy. That's a pretty worthy focus right there. I think so. You're not going to give him a hard time about using 24 rare candy or 36 rare candy. No, because it's a Pokemon that he's only going to get rarely from 10k eggs and not one that you can trade off the street for free. I don't appreciate your tone. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Casper said, I really want both the fossils, but since they're hidden behind 10Ks, my daily focus is Venipede. I had a Venipede in my first playthrough of Pokemon Black that I named Absalom. Absalom? 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 Absalom. 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 After the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. Hang on. Now Let me I look feel like up. an idiot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that Pokemon has a special place in my heart. 
don't worry, I never told Absalom that centipedes don't become butterflies. Good. Um, don't need to break his heart. This week's hang on, hang, on, hang on before we move on. Hang on. YouTube says it's Absalom. And well, we can it's trust got YouTube. <laughs> we can we can trust YouTube, I guess. I'm not putting any more time into this. Let's carry on. <laughs> <laughs> this week's Pokepole, with the recent news that certain legacy moves are returning to Pokemon Go, what's another move you wish would make a return appearance? Oh man. Mm. That's that's tough especially because a lot of the big ones have been brought back yes absolutely i mean but you could also really lean heavily into a community day move that you wish was if it's so relevant that you wish it was available all the time so like a good example would be blasper and charizard in my opinion i i have an answer it's related it's adjacent to the community idea okay raid day move sky attack on moltres Oh, that's a good that one. Really should come back. It is Yeah. I think one of the most significant moves that a Pokemon cannot learn right now that they need to really be relevant. I but I think I think signature moves, especially for like the initial three starters, like their community days is so long ago that why not just make it part of the move pool? And they're they're so beloved too. Right. I, I mean, we should be able to get Frenzy Plant Venusaur. He's at the top of the charts. Charizard, Blastburn Charizard is always really good. I mean, Hydro Cannon Blastoise, not so much, but throw it in there. Why not? <laughs> Poor Blastoise. <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> well, if you, dear listener, have an answer to the question with the recent news that certain legacy moves are returning to Pokemon Go, what's another move you wish would make a return appearance? You can answer the question we posted on social media, such as Facebook or Twitter, or if you're a patron, you can answer there as well as we pull all of our responses from those three places. But also, additionally, you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails, emails, emails. So Debbie wrote in and said, Hi, Chris and Kyle. Was listening to you guys discussing catching versus hatching shiny odds tonight. Happened to click on this billion zigzagoon and bam, shiny. Woo! Can now confirm listening to GoCast increases shiny luck. Scientifically proven. This this seems like there might be a few holes in this theory. Let's all go out and test this one. (laughs) Get your friends to listen to GoCast and and, and play (laughs) Pokemon and see if they get shiny. It's the only way we'll figure out the truth. Recently, I've been enjoying the new buddy feature, managed to get my most prized shiny Bulbasaur to best friends ASAP, but my favorite buddy so far has been Trubbish. I've been giggling nonstop watching this funny guy flailing around behind me on the map. So if you want to laugh, so if you want to laugh, give it a go. (laughs) What What has been your guy's favorite buddy so far? Thanks as always for entertaining Go discussions. Debbie from Australia. Well, my answer well, is survivor. I've got, I've got some bad. Like, I, I appreciate the question, <laughs> but we are the wrong people to be asking at the current <laughs> moment. Chris is dedicated to his survivor, and I currently have a spirit tomb that I've been walking for 500 kilometers. So. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dedication! Oh man, I still have like probably 500 to go if I don't want to use rare candy. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, let me let me check my buddy. I'm not sure how long or how far I've been walking this guy. 198 kilometers for th- over 36 days. That's not bad. 
oh, it's not bad, but I don't think it's exceptional. I'm telling you, man, those elliptical and those uh, indoor cycle workouts just aren't doing me any favors. Yeah. Bummer, except for fitness or whatever. But who cares about that? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Debbie, for the email. This next one is from Jackson. Hiya. My answer to the Pokepole is I'm really excited for my boy Axu. He's adorable and his evolution is overpowered. Well, there you go. Proofs in the pudding. Now I have a quick question. Your family is the richest people in all of Formia, a fake region that I made. Your mom says, hey, would you rather have five Master Balls or any Legendary? Note, your Legendary is level five and it counts as your starter. Thank you guys for entertaining me on long bus rides to school. I really appreciate you guys. Peace out, Jackson. Well, Jackson, we really appreciate you too. Hope that you continue to enjoy the show. Let's see here, though. This question between five master balls or start with uh, a level five legendary as your starter what do you think i mean it's it's the legendary definitely the legendary really i think yes especially if it's any like it could be any generation and stuff like that instead of just specific ones just because that's so much more fun Mm -hmm. whereas until you like get to the end of the game or the hard content so to speak of the world Master Balls, you're probably going to have that too-good-to-use syndrome, because I know I do. Yeah, that's true. And then you're stuck, because you you have to catch at least one of them. You have to use one of them so you have a Pokemon. Yep. Going to uh, be ducking, dodging, all those Caterpies and Pidgeys, so you can catch something worthwhile to yeah, start with. Yeah, but eventually you're going to need one before your first like trainer battle, right? So yeah. like, I guess the actual question is, would you rather waste one Master Ball and have four left over and have like a Raditz and a Master Ball, which is awesome. I mean, Look, what we've a flex. all done that. Come on, everyone's done that in one game. What? Use the Master Ball on something they probably shouldn't have. I have not. I don't believe you. Ever. I never used my Master Balls when I was a kid because I was too scared to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But I think my answer is actually going to be five Master Balls over the Legendary. Crazy. I don't think so. I mean, because then I could go and walk up to Mewtwo and be like, hey, buddy. He's like, huh? I'm just like, hey, you're mine now. And that's it. I think what would get me to not take any Legendary would be if I could have a team of five Pokemon of my choosing that doesn't include legendaries or pseudo legendaries. I would do that. Okay. Okay. That's the value that I hold in comparison there. <sighs> Fair enough. I don't know. I hate, I, this is a g- good question. There's a lot of small nuance. Uh, I'm not equipped mentally to explore this completely. I'm just going to go with my five master balls and enjoy my, <laughs> my one master ball radicate at the end of the game. <laughs> you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even catch a Pidgey. Uh, like Pidgeot is at least like pretty cool. I do love Pidgeot and I love flying Pokemon. I don't know. You you bring Raticate into the Elite Four and that's not an HM slave. I don't know what to think of you. Yeah, but if it's a level 100 Raticate, I mean, they're going to be, they're <laughs> going to have to respect you at that point in time. I mean, come on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks for the email, Jackson. Alex wrote in. My goals over community day for Piplup were catch three shiny because I knew I'd only be out for about an hour. I ended up with seven shiny. Wow. Congratulations. That's great. You Mm -hmm. did just as good as Chris did. (sighs) Yeah. I'm now on episode 62 of my marathon of every episode, hoping to finish and be caught up by this weekend. Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do when you're done, man? Do it again. Live live vicariously week, week by week. No, run it back. Do it again. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) 
my Unova decks is at 67 now. Really loving the new entries. Wow, you, you're Ooh. putting me to shame over here. Did we didn't do a Unova decks uh, check in, did no, we? We haven't in a couple weeks. Oh, uh, where are you at? Any any movement? A little bit. I'm at 49. Oh, okay. Uh, 57. I'm missing a, a good amount of like the fairly common ones that just got added. So. Yeah, I need to make uh, a few evolutions here still, but I've been waiting. I've been holding out for better IVs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh well. The Pokeball answer. The gen files I was really hoping for was a good Axew, and I hashed a 93% with 15 attack. So I walk slash rare candied him over the week for my Haxorus. Nice. Lots of people with these Haxorus and their rare candy and all this <laughs> jazz. And it's good for you guys. Good you gotta raid guys. more, man. The rare candy comes to those who raid. I got like I got like 200 right now. I'm just like Do you? I'm just not using them. But why? Because I know I'm going to need like 400 for the Giratina that's going to be sometime in the next couple months. Yeah, that that's true. It might be wise for you to hedge your bets a little bit here. That's where right. the rare candy is going. Don't worry. I'm a, it's, <laughs> it's all going to get dropped in one go. All 300 of it. All right. All right. I, you should record it. I want to see this. Okay. I also, if you can record the ambient like sound of you going, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully I remember when it happened. And you hit the button and you just start sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't tell if you're happy crying or sad crying, you know, <laughs> can't believe it's over. I can't believe I just did this anyway. <laughs> that brings us to the end of the show uh, here. So if you guys would like to send us an email, you can do so to mail at gocastpodcast.com. The inbox is always open. We do read every single email um, and we like to pull the fun ones to read on the show. So feel free to engage in that way. We also have a website. It's at gocastpodcast.com. That's where you can find us our stuff and more about our show also our support wall which is the list of all of our lovely patrons and stuff on there there's also like contact us form on that website where you can send us an email without even going to an email service you can just do it right there you can follow us on twitter at scocast podcast i will admit that's probably the most active that we are on any social media facebook less so but we do have a presence there you can search for the gocast podcast and if you'd like to help support the show to help it continue to keep running and if you want to be involved with our remote pvp group and all the fun stuff that comes with our discord group you can find out more details at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash go cast podcast and if monetary support isn't your thing please just leave us a review we'll love you forever it helps us out so much and it's free please do uh, and you know what before we do goals you know what i forgot to mention what this latios latias raid weekend is is this weekend so Quick oh. reminder for you out there, the five of you that are participating. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm going to be one of those people. I have plans for Sunday. I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I know. I thought I wasn't going to, but Big Mag on campus, my friend was like, yo, you want to do it? Absolutely. Sure thing. I need an excuse to do this, I guess. <laughs> so, okay. And enough of the fun stuff. Quit quit laughing, Kyle. It's goal time. Uh, okay what what's what's on your mind huh? <sighs> well are you gonna max that stable eye i hope to god it's done by <laughs> next week it needs two more levels so it's it's like fifty thousand, forty thousand stardust away so that's really doable okay okay so that one i'm hoping that i don't have to put that on another list again oh well i'm gonna hold you to that man i'd like to make some progress on my unova badge 
whether that is through evolutions or through catching new Pokemon, I'm pretty close to a few. So I'm going to go for 54 because at the very least, I can do a couple of the trades for the Carablast and uh, Carablast and Shelmet. Shelmet. That's the one. Yeah. He's the one that looks like the helmet, but it's a shell. Yes. And also, you know what I'm talking about, right? The shelmet. No, it doesn't look like that. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) making up names now oh the kissy face guy oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) or and also like rogan rolla i already have pretty much ready to go just need to trade with somebody okay so i can be that somebody you could be i could be that somebody but also i mean you have people around you that are with arms reach that could also (laughs) help you with that i'm gonna also put the timber raids back on there because i would like to do some because i would still like a timber okay sounds good I'll make a challenge for you. You know how you can get people interested? You mm. see a timber rate and you just yell timber and run to it. <laughs> timber! You'll get the attention of everybody, people that play Pokemon and not alike. <laughs> okay, so any, <laughs> any other goals? Max Sableye, you know the medal at 54 timber rates. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay, that sounds good to me. All right, I want to walk away with one shiny... Latios or Latias. I'm not going to try to do both because I don't know how many raids we are or aren't going to do. So I'd like to get one or the other. I think I've already got one. I've got I've got the blue one. What's the blue one? Latias? That's Latios. Latios. Latias is the gold one, right? That's the cool one for sure. Uh, I want to get one of those two. And then I would also like to get my Unova medal because now I, I have to I have to out to you, Kyle. I want to be at like 60 60 at least we'll see how that goes and i think i'll have my hands full with those two to be super honest with you i I i'll put down a stardust goal 300,000 stardust look at you and i mean it's an easy goal because i'll do it anyway 40 eggs that's that's fair all right might as well put that down that's a that's an easy win right i say that and watch it next week i'll be like oh man i didn't hatch enough eggs but i did everything else man why can't why can't i win (laughs) like you'll never believe what happened i went to the gym for three days and i Got to put eggs in incubators. Uh, you say you won't believe that, but that's pretty believable. I believe that. I've done believable. that. Like I've gone to work for two days in a row and then checked my Pokemon Go and realized I didn't put any eggs in. That's the worst. And I'm like, oh, my adventure sink. The worst thing is when you're halfway through uh, an egg-related adventure, like, oh, I don't have anything incubating. What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's it for this episode. We'll see you guys next week for episode 79. Thank you so much for listening. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye.